game this week. Well, St Kilda are playing Hawthorne mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, which will be fantastic. Always, it's going to be a good battle after the Hawks return to form. Hawks are on a roll. <laughs> They're flying at the moment, 116 point win oh, or whatever massive. it was on the weekend, which is fantastic. But it's been another big week uh, for them. But more than a game. Well, we're going to go back to 1999, and it's round 12, mm-hmm. and St Kilda play Hawthorne at Waverley Park. Good year, 99. Yes, no, no, Melbourne finished on 14th or something, so no, it wasn't good. Uh, But on this day, on the 19th of June, well, Hawthorne were 63 points down at one stage. So what did they lose by? I don't know. Well, we'll talk to the guy who kicked five goals this day. And, well, he's now part of the Hawthorne legal team, and that's... uh, uh, Nick Holland. <laughs> G'day, Nick. G'day. It's great to be joining you. As, as you said, you've got a big show and it's been a, a big day in uh, AFL. It sounds, uh, playing the more than the game theme song, it sounds a bit like the footy show and I sound like Eddie. Big day in sport and a big day in AFL. Well, well we will get to uh, mm. you know, all the things that surrounding you because there's a bit going on at the Hawks, uh, particularly today. But uh, take me back to 1999, round 12. Uh, you're 63 points down. What are we thinking? Yeah, I actually uh, remember it well. It was one of the greatest games to be part of. And at, at the time, it was the greatest comeback in AFL, VFL history. 63 points um, just uh, before half time. And uh, I think we kicked a goal, uh, well, we did kick a goal just before the, the siren at, uh, at half time. And uh, I remember uh, Angelo Lekas, uh, who was the. Um, uh, Halfback uh, flanker sort of running into the sort of rooms at halftime. We went past uh, Spider Everett, who was playing for St Kilda. Uh, eventually came over as the ruckman for Hawthorne a few years later. But um, uh, Lekas said, oh, we, we can win this. And we we're still probably, you know, 50, uh, 50, you know, six, 57 points down at, at, at that stage. And uh, Peter Everett looked at, looked at us and, and, and laughed and said, you, You're kidding yourself. And uh, we both went into our rooms and then. In the second half, uh, the, the Hawks obviously threw an inspired speech by uh, Ken Judge, uh, the late Ken Judge. Um, we came out and um, yeah, ended up winning the game by 13 points. Nick, it was here. Um, just on that sort of half time, when you're down by that much, I mean, I've played or be a local level footy and you are down and you, you, you don't really sort of believe that you get there, but what was said at that half time and, and was it a, in, in your own mind a genuine belief that you could come out and and, and win? Yeah, there, there was probably a bit of um, belief. We um, Back in 99, although we, we weren't sort of playing finals, we were on the, the rise a bit. Um, we had some good young players um, and, the, and the team was, was building. Um, we, we sort of lost some of our, our stars, um, uh, you know, the Langfords, Buttons, um, um, you know, Jason, Jason Dunstall. So um, we're a young side, so a bit, bit inconsistent. And as I said, uh, Angelo Lekas sort of came in and said, you know, we're, we've turned it around just before half time. And the, the coach sort of picked up on that as well and uh, said, you know, this is what, what you have to do. He made a couple of uh, good changes as well because um, Nathan Thompson um, was put uh, put into the, the ruck and sort of was a, a ruckman and, and went, went forward. Um, we had the, the big fish um, 
playing for the Hawks in the, in the ruck predominantly, but Nathan Thompson sort of went into the ruck and became the almost like goal-kicking uh, ruckman, and, and he came out in the second half and um, yeah, booted, uh, booted three goals. And uh, I remember Daniel Harford uh, in particular, he was uh, getting all the all the hit-outs from um, both Fish and, uh, and and Nathan Thompson and just delivering them beautifully to uh, to myself and uh, Nathan Thompson or or, um, or Paul Som- Salmon, whoever, which of the resting ruckman was, was down there. So, um, yeah, it's just a couple of in- inspired moves and, uh, and, and also, um, yeah, belief in uh, the, the young side's ability. It's amazing. So it was, t- it was 10 goals to three at, in the third quarter. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, so we, we, we sort of um, hit, hit hit the switch button, switch on button, and um, yeah, Tomo gave us some energy in the uh, in, in the ruck, and uh, the balls were sort of coming to me sweetly, and uh, I sort of contributed a, a few as well, and uh, Daniel Harford kicked a few freakish goals himself. So it was a, a um, and, and once you sort of got some of those. Um, those players doing well and they're, they're confidence players then everyone else around uh, grows and um, yeah as I said it was the, the biggest comeback of all time and uh, Spider Everett had, uh, had laughed at us only 30 minutes before we, we booted 10 goals <laughs> It would have been nice to uh, shake his hand after the game um, speaking of sort of Things like your your kicking. Did you have any sort of issues that day with, with your kicking because you, you did have some over the career or was that what what well, the right. media said, or more with you. Yeah, you're... It's interesting. I had a good day out that uh, day with, with with five goals. But um, yeah, I, I did. I came over as recruited as a defender. I, I kicked like a defender, and it, it was interesting. Um, they experimented with me down forward, and I, I kicked. Um, I think it was one goal five um, one week, and um, judges said, "Okay, well, we're going to get." Um, um, can you get Peter Hudson uh, down here and um, he can go through your routine and I'd actually done that with other, other people before trying to get my uh, goal kicking routine uh, right um, but Peter Hudson said um, I'm not going to change your kicking style um, I'm just going to work with what, what you, you, you do you look like a draft on uh, roller skates <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to work within the parameters and, and, and see what you can do and, and he came down and then the next week uh, weekend I went out Turn one goal five into six goals one, so it was is almost immediate. I just didn't have the the proper um, routine, and uh, after that, I um, I'm not saying my kicking was was, was great, but uh, I had the process, and that, that's what I would focus on, and it, it certainly certainly helped. And um, it went on to kick a, a few bags from then on. Yeah, well, well done. Well, well done on that. Uh, you, had, not... you had the you had the mitts. Like you know, there was oh, never yeah. never an issue taking a mark, and I think that's what stood out. And then, uh, yeah, converting that obviously nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So you, you've um, it's uh, it's it's good seeing the the number two sort of run around now. Mitch Mitch Ooh. was kicked uh, six six on the weekend, and that was his uh, his biggest bag for. Um, um, for Hawthorne so um, yeah, it's good to see him running around and uh, he's got great bits on him as well and a better kick than me as well so it's uh, good to see him going so well Yes, yes well the Hawks did have a great win against the Eagles and you know I'm not too sure the West Coast were sort of out there at all in Tasmania last week but uh, another massive day for your footy club uh, unfortunately Nick uh, with, your, with the Hawks CEO Justin Reeves uh, resigning um, amongst this um Indigenous um, story that's been bubbling away for what well, it feels like a year, but it's less than that. Um, and now you're part of the legal team. Um, how are you feeling about all this? 
Yeah, it's um, it's, it's sad. It's um, obviously uh, had a, a personal toll on on Reeves. He handed in his uh, resignation today, and uh, he was a great leader of the, the club, and he's, he's done done so well. And um, it, it, it is, um, I mean, there's obviously things uh, you know. Um, he's been in football for for quite some time, so uh, but this this matter is, is so unique. No one's a, a winner out of it, um, and we. Um, we just need to sort of find out um, how we can get to a, a resolution and, um, and hopefully support people along the way because, um, yeah, certainly it's uh, it's been tough for the uh, Hawthorne Football Club. It's been tough for um, the coaches involved and it's been tough for the um, the, the, the parties uh, that um, have uh, lodged the lodged the complaints as well. So, well, hopefully um, we can we can find a satisfactory resolution where everyone's uh, feels supported and. Um, and can work through it. And how sort of deep are you into it and is it how's the effect on you? Yeah, I'm the legal counsel at Hawthorne so fairly yeah. uh, he- heavily involved in the uh, day-to-day operations of it and yeah, it, it is, it's, a, it's a very complex uh, issue. Uh, it's just one that we have to work through respectfully, culturally, uh, um, safely and uh, and make sure that um, you know we're, we're coming to a, a resolution that's uh, suitable for for all parties and that we're following procedural fairness because um, um, it, you know while you acknowledge that um, um, that uh, you know people are, are potentially hurt by the process we have to also uh, understand that we have to go through the proper process and allow people to respond to uh, to, to allegations so there's a fair process and a fair outcome can be achieved and, it, and it's difficult because I mean you're essentially a football club and yet uh, and if we put that issue aside there's also the uh, the voice scenario that some football clubs are coming out and having to, to make statements in, on sort of political side of things do you have the involvement in that? Yeah, so um, I've seen Collingwood and West Coast have both come come out and said that they're uh, supportive of, of, the, of the voice. Um, from Hawthorne's perspective, we're going through a, an education process uh, with with regard to that, and we're actually uh, learning from our players that are there at the moment. We're actually learning from our Indigenous player. Um, uh, development uh, officer uh, that, that we've got there and we've got a, a new general manager of uh, cultural diversity so um, we're, we're talking to them, we're understanding the, the whole process uh, and um, the whole club will go through that e- education process so when, when the time comes we're fully informed and can make the, the right decision. Do you see there a, a danger there in, in regards to being somewhat political or have, having to show interests like that? I mean, tr- traditionally, sport um, hasn't been uh, a place where you. you uh, well, I, I say traditionally, sport has been um, not a political uh, platform. But uh, having having said that, you you look and you you go back through times of sport, Olympic um, movements. Um, there's been big political messages there, and the the AFL is very progressive in it, in its thinking, and and that's um, come out and um, said that it's a supporter of the. Of the, of the voice and um, yeah and that's what the, the AFL believes and they're um, certainly um, yeah a progressive organisation and um, able to do that and um, but it is a, a constitutional process so um, yeah we'll obviously go to the, the Australian people to, to vote on and that they can make their decision from there. 
And then what about um, an end date for this? Uh, do you th- do you see do you see it ending anytime soon, or do you do you are you aiming for any sort of date for it to be to be resolved in any way? It's it's actually uh, hard to put put an end date on it. So um, we're we're going through a, a culturally safe process um, where it. Uh, we will give um, people the opportunity to be heard, and as you would have seen in the media, mm. the AFL are getting involved to uh, attempt to bring it to a mediation, and um, you know, people will be able to discuss their points and, and, and listen and, and learn, and we'll be able to go from there. All right. Well, we, we've we've got the serious part out. Uh, Hawthorne at the moment uh, looked good on the weekend. Obviously, a, a fair build. I'm a North man, so I can I can get it. But uh, how do you see uh, Hawthorne at the moment, and how, how's Sam going, and how's the, how's the sort of things looking in your eyes? Yeah, I, I mean, up until the weekend, we were um, wooden spooners, and we're on the on the bottom of the ladder. But um, what we saw on the weekend, albeit against a depleted West Coast Eagles side. Um, we saw Hawthorne kick over over a hundred points, and um, you know we had uh, Mitch Lewis uh, booting six six goals. Um, we've got some uh, young stars in in Josh Ward, uh, um, Weedle sort of coming through. He's he's actually a goal kicking sort of running winger half backer, and so he, he's exciting to see. So um, you know, then you've got the the sort of mid tier players in, in CJ he's he's coming through uh, really well so we're really developing the, the great bones of this uh, young side to, to come up and, and develop and, and challenge you know not next year but um, you know certainly in um, 2025 and 2026 we, we hope to be uh, thereabouts and um, if we can keep the side together and uh, keep Sam uh, developing the, the kids into into young men into um, consistent performers um, I'm pretty happy Happy with uh, the uh, the stage that we're at at the moment for you know a side that is um, uh, it's it's not not hiding the fact that we're we're developing and, and we're rebuilding and um, we're on that on that process and it uh, seems to show that uh, when we get it together we can can play well. Very good. No, no, you are looking very very tough to beat. Um, now, if you let's hope you're not, but if you are, you know, sort of sixty points behind. Uh, the Saints at any stage on Saturday afternoon. Are you going to wander down to the uh, to the rooms and just tell the boys, "Hey, we did this in '99." I um, I have had uh, my um, video and my uh, personal personal sort of goal kicking uh, up there in the in the in the change rooms for the boys just to watch throughout the week. So they've, uh, they've seen me booting booting the five goals and uh, and ca- coming back and, and taking the marks and, and putting us in front. So uh, hopefully that'll be enough to inspire them. But uh, more, more than willing to uh, push Sam aside for a uh, halftime speech as well. Do you? Just a quick last one from me. Do you do you actually get? I mean, you're in a difficult spot at the moment, and, and things are tough. But do you actually get a bit of time where you can get out in the field and enjoy football? Because I mean, you probably miss it like most do when they stop. Uh, you miss it. Miss it. Uh, yeah, you, you miss it pretty much uh, because, especially when you're looking over these young, uh, fit uh, players, both uh, the the AFL and the AFLW side now, and uh, you sort of wish you were young again and, and being able to play, but um, I'm now uh, coaching my uh, under-eight sons team, and, and that gives me my footy fix, and, and I certainly um, um, Hawthorne are quite good. They have a past players and, and kids day, and they, they get us out there, and um, we do a training session with the with the kids and the, and the current players, and have a bit of fun uh, once a year, and 
and um, yeah, my, my kids love it. So do all the other past players' kids. So it's a, it's a good thing that the club does. Oh, awesome. Nick Holland, coach team. I reckon that'd be hard to beat. I reckon that'd be hard to beat. How, how, how yeah, are we, we tracking? Oh, under eight. We, we were actually struggling a bit. Uh, <laughs> we're, um, we're, we're working on um, the, uh, the torpedo to get a bit of extra, extra distance in the, in the under eight. So I think I uh, probably should keep it basic. But I thought, no, nah, we're going to do torps this week. <laughs> well, they all want to kick around the corner and, yeah, and then, yeah, the, then the concentration exactly. goes very quick. A, yeah, doing the banana kick for goal when they're five metres straight in front. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Nick, we might have to leave it there, mate. Uh, it's been great to chat. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, uh, look, a big day at Hawthorne, so thank you for giving yeah. us some of your time. Uh, thanks. Good on you, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Nick Holland, uh, the former Hawthorne uh, star, 179 games, won the best and fairest at Hawthorne, the Peter Crimmins Memorial Trophy in the year 2000.